Hello and welcome to the AI Ops Podcast. Here we evangelize how AI Ops platforms can transform your IT ecosystem. To experience the power of AI-led automation, visit our website at www.ziff.ai. Thanks for tuning in. We hope this episode adds value to you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of the AI Ops Podcast with your host, Ashish Joseph. Thank you for taking the time to follow this series, and I hope that we are able to change how you think and look at AI Ops solutions. So joining me for this episode is our Chief Customer Success Officer, Mr. Balaji Upali. Hello, Balaji. How is it going for you? Good, 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 good. good. It's a Friday, so it's good. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And we are indeed thrilled to have you share some of your perspectives on why CIOs should definitely embark on the AI ops transformation journey. So before we begin, could you just give a small introduction about yourself? Absolutely. Balaji, uh, please, my name. I'm part of the executive team at GAVS, uh, Chief Customer Success Officer and uh, uh, Chief Delivery Officer at GAVS. Uh, been with GAVS for 11 years, totally about 30 years in the industry. Uh, seen transformations of IT across my career, across my, across my customers. And here we are leading GAVS into what we call as the next generation of digital transformation. That's what that's what I currently do and that's my passion as well. Wonderful. Thanks for that introduction, Balaji. So when we look at our industry these days, we can see that the pandemic economy has made industries to be more innovative and they're continuously changing to the uh, times that are there. Now, when we look at the trend that is happening there, we can see that most of them are going to a transformation towards AI ops platforms. So in your perspective, why do you think people are preferring AI ops platforms right now? See, there are multiple dimensions respond to this. There are two dimensions which are very critical. Uh, The earlier approach of responding when a situation arises and effectively resolving it has actually changed. The reason is the consumer demand is now moving away from just outcomes to the experience they face while getting those outcomes. So it is the experience which will make them to come back to you rather than uh, the actual outcome itself. And if that experience has to be of a very higher magnitude, then the industries, the enterprises will have to start thinking of being ahead of the curve, in being proactive, in being predictive, in being very forward-looking with regards to how they can provide that experience. And if that is to happen, Majority of the businesses run on very large IT enterprise, IT infrastructure, either be on-prem, cloud, or hybrid, whatever be the method uh, they chose. But what is important is each one of it is a touch point potentially to the end customer, directly or indirectly. And to enable to give that experience, they need some element or some component that can actually provide you in a crude sense, like what I call as an early warning signal, that things are deteriorating or things are not to that level which is expected to be. And hence, they need to find ways of figuring out how they can leverage what they have been doing so far, using that information 
to figure out how they should be running going forward and that mechanism is very difficult to do manually because of the volumes of data involved and more importantly the noise in the data which is actually can skew your decisions that's where you need some element of intelligence being done to filter the noise and really figure out the real ones and to that effect ai and ml actually play a huge role and with the operations be first step which enterprises are taking towards in the digital transformation space ai ops plays a role so ai ops unfortunately most of the people look at ai ops as a rules based automation platform it's not to be that way it is to be truly machine learning in the sense the machine has to get trained has to understand context has to understand historical trends and then be able to take some intelligent decisions and that can be done not by rules that can be only done by patterns which the system can learn and read from and then figure out what should they recommend either prescriptive or predictive for them to guide the curve with regards to giving that experience to the end customer the end customer doesn't have to be outside the enterprise the end customer for example in a hospital could be the doctor there is a patient right is the doctor able to spend sufficient quality time with the patient without an interruption or without a distraction that itself is an experience for the doctor right then the patient will come back again and again the diagnosis will be better the more time the doctor spends with the patient the better for the patient and better for the doctor and if a situation arises that that disrupts that 15 minute of a conversation then i think both have lost the patient has lost the confidence in the doctor and doctor is unable to provide the right diagnosis because there is other patients waiting right so to enable or to avoid such situations coming in the way i think a component which can analyze what is happening in the uh, in the ecosystem around and be able to provide insights and more importantly be able to remove problems automatically and just help you to get to that experience i think is warranting majority of the people to drive towards ai ops and more so with remote working the experience becomes much better if the patient was in front of the doctor at least the doctor can say you know don't worry i am writing this i am writing that but here i am only evaluating by the experience of the conversation not nothing else and hence this pandemic is driven and and i just took doctor as an example it applies to any other industry right it could be a bank where the teller is trying to find out how to in cash or provide cash to the customer or it could be a mutual fund or it could be a consumer amazon which is saying was i told you that i'll ship you in two days when it actually comes you after 20 days right because there was some disruption in the system so every industry has a need for an experience and uh, giving that experience giving the delight to the consumer the end customer or the other receiver of their service a better experience and high quality and the right experience i think is driving people to look for components like an ai ops solution i'm sorry it was a long winded answer but i had to put it into perspective that when people talk of ai ops it is not to reduce cost because people think that i am reducing tools this is we reducing as well as productivity of labor is an outcome of a uh, form like ai ops service reliability service assurance 
to the end user thanks balaji so uh, once one amazing point that you said is you know people think that implementing ai ops is all about saving cost in terms of effort saving and the hours that are actually taken to deliver the service i think putting the flavor in terms of giving the right customer experience and giving the quality of your service delivery is actually uh, one of the biggest reasons also people consider with respect to implementing ai ops i think your uh, perspective on understanding the criticality of certain processes especially in the healthcare example that you told in case if you miss like 5 minutes of disruption in your service to a patient that does have a big impact towards the end of the day but you know preserving the customer experience to deliver high quality service with help of your applications through your business processes what people are actually looking for in the industry so that they can retain the customers and make sure that they are partners towards the end of the day like gavs believes you know customer success is the heart of everything that we do i think similarly i think the industry is also going into that similar trajectory where they believe that the customer is at the heart of everything that they do so that they can retain the customers and give them value added services so uh, thanks for that particular answer abalaji so coming to my follow up question right so when we look at ai ops implementation itself it's a it's a large scale implementation that comes in your infrastructure altogether and all of these key decisions would be taken by players in the c suite and the c suite segment of it and also it managers that we responsible to take that key role but one big thing that comes into our mind is like if these people are to make a decision whether to take ai ops as one of the preferable platforms to be implemented in their infrastructure there will be certain variables that they would be considering and there has to be certain incentives that these cios and cxos would have to consider to actually you know take a decision whether is this the right option for me like what is it that these cios would be gaining by implementing ai ops in their enterprises Now I will actually categorize it in two ways, right? One is classical transactional operational elements and strategic elements. Let me attempt the easier, which is the tactical operational ones. Cost for sure. So we have a situation where something was being operated upon, or the processes were delivered by about forty people. Now, after implementing in one customer engagement an AI ops platform, it has been done by ten people. obviously they are saving 20 30 people's uh, worth of uh, cost which would have normally have been taken by the customer number one number two they had legacy arc uh, uh, old age old age systems and that systems costed them significantly to maintain run and upgrade whereas here if we can provide an integrated suite it was much lesser it was about 30 40% cheaper so cost is definitely an element which will not be ignored by the cc right that's number one from an operational standpoint number two what is happening is if i in 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 the western world for example you feel you, have, you know right the people are experiencing one particular skill they are not lack of all traits they are master of certain things that's how they operate that's how they grow now i can't expect a 15 year experienced network guy to be sitting in a command center and just watching the screen to find out where the problem can happen so i am actually not leveraging the right assets within my organization to do better things for my organization a platform of this nature enables you to reskill and reposition your own internal assets to do much high value systems and deliver more outcomes for you. that's the second one the third one which is what i have heard from every cio i have delivered the uh, ai of solution to is i have my business yelling at me that there is a problem happening 
I would rather be the other way around, saying that I can go and tell my business, saying that boss, there's a problem. Please replan your schedules, replan your revenue cycles accordingly, and and figure it out rather than me being held at by the business teams and then I doing damage control and doing some crisis management at that point in time. So I can be very proactive to my internal stakeholders in trying to tell them as to how my organization is, whether it's agile, nimble, whether it can scale, and so on. One example which caught my attention from a C-suite, which was like a phenomenal experience, right? We're talking to one of the customers, and after he has implemented an AI op solution across 160 sites, he did not even know that four sites were switched off in the evening at, at 6 o'clock when they go home, and they turn it on in the morning at 9 a.m. He did not even know that. And that was not supposed to be, because it was supposed to be a 24 by 7 operation. People, for some reason, were doing that. But this system actually told him, out of the 160 sites, those sites are not working for almost like 12 to 14 hours. And that came out because that information was available to him at a click of a button. Right? And he was then able to go fix it and then add it to the revenue that added to a lot of other things which were beneficial for that. So those are transactional operational challenges which the C-suite has to definitely be owning up and will be measured on. But let's come to the most critical one, which is the strategic business. Right? If I have n number of servers or n number of assets in my system, the best way people always used to do it earlier is if they scale their business is to throw more at it, right? The n becomes n plus 2, 2n, 4n, 5n. They just throw horizontal scaling of the systems and vertical scaling with the compute power, storage power, and others. And majority of them are not properly used. So if I have to provide business skill scale, if I had to provide agility to my business's growth, I need a backend system or backend platform which can match up to the speed in which it can operate, speed in which the customer can grow. Like for example, there was another customer who actually expanded their geographical presence from North America to beyond North America. Automatically, it brought in new dimensions, right? Culture and different approaches, how people look at it from a different geography and so on. So what they went ahead was just because they had to double their revenue, they doubled their infrastructure. And when they doubled their infrastructure, at a later point in time, they found that only 10% of that second half of the infrastructure they had invested in was actually being used. majority of it was done by the first half of the infrastructure which they had already invested in. So they had spent 90% of an infrastructure which was not even needed. And that costed, uh, in, in their business plan, there would have been that money kept in for that 100%, right? That the second half of it, right? So scale the business, being agile to the business, and then bringing in efficiencies because of which the customer brand cannot be affected, because of which the experience can be of a much higher value. It has a direct impact on the brand of the organization. Those are very strategic initiatives which this platform can provide. And because people are moving away from a CIO to a CTO and now to a chief digital officer, I think the expectations are more strategic and business aligned in nature rather than just the earlier days, the CIOs focusing on operational transactional limits. That's the differentiation this platform provides. Okay, so Balaji, with respect to investing on AI apps platform, it's, it's not a very simple implementation. It requires a POC to be done and then you have to analyze the entire infrastructure, whether it's actually the right solution for it. And in terms of implementation, one of the biggest questions that people ask is, would I be getting the return of investment that I'm making over there? So with respect to that, what are your thoughts? 
very easy you know uh, the first easy return on investment is cost you can bring down your cost of operations easily within 6 months down by 50% i mean it's it's a it's a no brainer in that sense why because your outages goes down number of people needed to support the entire operations goes down your uh, p1 p2 p3 problems which consume lot of your valuable assets goes down so that from a cost angle it's a six monthly payback it pays back within six months number one number two let's take an example of another company for which we did uh, such a large implementation right they actually wanted to set up a disaster recovery they were one of the leading aircraft manufacturers they wanted to set up a disaster recovery uh, platform now setting up a disaster recovery platform you go through the procurement process you go through the various aspects of setting it up and then figuring out how to run it almost in parallel because it was an aircraft manufacturing platform they had to have an active active dr they can't have a passive passive dr now setting it up and replicating the environment finding out problems as problems happened here and i can not have the problem in the disaster recovery it was all massive investments and massive consumption of valuable assets in the system this platform had the ability to support such a replication very fast the reason is that because it was got a knowledge it was learned in the enterprise and it has to replicate like a human being telling i mean give me a secretary i'll dictate notes and you go write it for me right so it was as simple as that as easy as that so the return on investments are much much easier to measure from a cost angle and definitely make it viable but if like for example one of the pr companies the cio cto because it's a pr agency they are measured on brand they are measured on user experience and that was his number one mission not the budget now this was also able to help him tell that how much of availability was of their process was there how quickly they could turn around the systems how quickly they could address a particular ad hoc need which came in without any disruption it could also provide that type of insight because the system does that's where i'm very particular that people don't fudge their mind saying that ai ops is automation with rules it's not if you truly believe in the algorithms which are machine learning and especially with the innovations which have happened and we've done some good collaboration with iit madras and others to get that external knowledge you actually can write algorithms which are pattern driven which can learn on itself and be able to drive that particular um decision making even more smoother and even more very contextual to the enterprise rather than just feeding it every time so if they do that the roi not only does it return on cost but it also returns on the scale returns on adaptability to their business models being changed and so on right i can keep going on and on because there are multiple different rois which we have written for various kinds of customers so while cost cannot be ignored cost is a important factor and we've seen that we are able to bring down cost to the tune of 60 70% even in a true onsite offshore model right where people think that labor arbitrage is all gone and there is no further labor arbitrage which we could do even in that we have been able to demonstrate 50 60% uh, saving and how cool would it be if you can find the money to fund this platform from the way you are operating rather than asking for an extra money to actually implement this platform that's the direction this is actually going and i think this is much easier to solve the business problem the only bigger challenge in this is the mindset if people consider this as a value add then you lost the game in the very first instance if people consider this as an important element of their strategic outcome then i think it makes a lot of difference and that brings us to the end of our episode
Do feel free to check some of our AIOps success stories that were led by different CIOs in our industry from our website at www.zif.ai. And also don't forget to subscribe to this particular series to never miss an episode from Arit. So until then, be safe, take care, and I'll definitely see you for the next episode. Thanks for listening to the AI Ops Podcast. Schedule a free demo today to experience the power of AI-led automation that can transform your IT ecosystem into a zero-incident enterprise. After all, zero is the new normal. Let us make this a reality for you.